0: Thank you, Lord. What's This is called Good Friday. This is, this is the weekend that we should celebrate. You know, all weekend we should be celebrating. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life because of the work of Jesus Christ, the things that He did when He came. The love of God came down and saved us made us free, made us whole. It, he's a good God. We shouldn't be quiet for hardly a minute yeah. this weekend. Right. We shouldn't for a minute any day. But this is what the, we've chosen these this weekend to celebrate, to, to be thankful, to be glad. You know, when we find ourselves getting complacent in the things of God, that's not content, that's complacent, Right? God could make you content, but he won't let you be complacent, right? And, of course, in the Hebrew, it may mean the same thing. I don't know. But in English, it doesn't. <laughs> complacent people just sit around doing nothing, right? If you got a complacent employee, you're looking for a new one, I imagine. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. And the things that he's done for us, you know, we're not looking for what he's going to do because we 're looking at what he 's done we 're living in the things he 's done we 're looking for the things that are complete the, the, the things that, the things that Jesus has accomplished are accomplished he 's not accomplishing them; they are accomplished. When he said it is finished, it truly was finished the, 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 He accomplished exactly what God had planned in that span of time and and it accomplished it forever amen it went back further than time goes and it'll go further than time will go amen it has no beginning and it has no end it is a endless work that is infinite in love amen glory to god open your let's open our bibles to colossians that's what we're talking about tonight anyway amen is what god's done for us amen you know so many times we're looking even even when you look at that verse in second corinthians where it talks about being a new creature in christ sometimes we think that started the day we got saved but the minute you became a new creature you went back further than sin could go and you went ahead further further than sin could go in other words you went completely out of sin's radar amen Because you became a new creature. You became something that didn't exist before. A new creature in Christ. Before Christ, there was no new creature in Christ. Amen? You became that. We became that. We we became something that has an ability that no one else has ever had on this earth. Amen? We had the ability to love like God. We can forgive like God. I was talking to a brother uh, earlier this week, uh, maybe just yesterday actually, and we were talking about that ability to forgive. We have the exact ability to forgive that God forgave us with. Amen? You know, you think about God and you're like, man, He forgave us? We have that ability in it. We can forgive on that same level. We can have peace on that same level. We can have joy. We have the God kind of life in us and with that life we can excel in this earth to such a point that the finished work of Christ is always in action in our life we are showing forth his works to every person that sees us amen because what he's done for us is immeasurable you can't you can't in your mind you can't fathom it. So we have to continually read it over and over again and grasp more of it every time. Every time we look at what he's done, there, it's bigger than what he did before. Not because he, he made it bigger, because we understood more. Amen? Because what he's done for us is huge. Amen? We, we were We were stuck in sin. Not just your sin, in sin. You know, if you'd have never done anything wrong, you still could have went to hell. Because it wasn't your sin, it was sin. Your sin just piled on. Amen? But that's why forgiveness reached beyond that. It reached beyond all sin and took it out of the way. Amen? It, it, It took it out of the way forever. Look at Colossians 2, verse 9. It says, For in him... In Him. Not, not just, this isn't just the way it is, this, it's in Christ. In Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we are finished, perfected, complete in Him. Because He completed the work, we've been made complete. Amen? We're, we're not looking, you know, when we, when we get out there and, and sometimes we think we're looking for something that God hasn't done yet... You guys ever done that? You got caught doing that? Well, what do I need? I'm not doing, I need to do something else. I've got I, I to get him to move. He's already moved. He's moved. Everything we could ever want was fulfilled in Christ. Everything you would ever need, everything you'd ever require, everything that, that needed to be done. When, when he knocked sin out, he knocked out the effects of sin. It was gone and he he didn't you know well let's keep reading we'll get we'll get further into that amen and we are complete in him in, in him which is the head of all principalities who's all princip- head of all principalities and powers Christ and we're in him amen if we're in him and he's the head, we're in a good spot amen. In whom you were circumcised, you know, we were talking about baptisms. In in whom also you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in the putting off of the body of sin, sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who raised him from the dead. Baptism, you know, we're going to do them... Not this Sunday, but the next Sunday. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, am I saved if I'm if I'm not baptized?" Yeah, if you're if you got saved, if you ask Jesus into your life, you know, He didn't say, "Well, let's see if you get baptized first. Right? <laughs> he comes on in. Right? He doesn't say, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock and wait on you to get baptized." <laughs> right? But people say, do we need to be baptized? No, you want to be baptized. Not only do you need to, you want to. It is our identification, just like how they could tell a Jew was a Jew. Baptism is how they can tell your Christ's. That, that's, how, that's how you identify as His. It is spiritual circumcision of the heart, and it identifies you with Him. You're raising your hand. You're going underwater and coming back up. You're saying, I died with Him, and I'm raised again with Him, and I'm walking with Him in newness of life from this day on. Amen? Newness of life. Why? Because you're a new creature. You have to walk in a new way. You know, people say, well, I, I got saved, but it really didn't change me much. It did because now you know what you're doing wrong whether you change it or not is up to you before you got saved wrong was right <laughs> right when you weren't following God and you didn't have him in your life wrong wasn't anything wrong it was just life right when, when, when you went out on Friday night that's just what you did you didn't feel bad about it why? because everybody else was doing it too why? because they weren't saved either but if you got saved, if you, if you receive Jesus and you be saved and you go out on Friday night, you're going to be different. Yep. Right? And if you keep doing it until you can't feel it anymore, you're in a bad space. Right. Amen? Amen? There's a better way to do it, is to get saved and ex- experience the goodness of God. Yeah. Amen? And let that goodness lead you and change you and make you the the new creature that you are and let you be and give the abilities we have when we when we decide if you decide nearly not, just just not to be disappointed in your brother. Seriously, if if we you know if you'd quit watching your other teammate, you could do your job. I had a coach tell me that one time. Right? He, he, he was talking to some other guys and this guy said, well, he's not making his block, his block and he's not doing what he's supposed to do. He said, if you do your job instead of watching him, we might get this done. Amen? So if you're taking time to be disappointed or offended in somebody, you're not doing your part. You're a new creature in Christ created to not be offended, to be unoffendable. Right? to walk in a love that other people don't walk in. Amen? A forgiveness that, a, a forgiveness that goes ahead of you doesn't wait till it's, till it's offended to forgive. It forgives before it was offended. Right? That's when God forgave you, before the foundation of the world is when He forgave me. That's a long time ago. That was a long time before I even sinned. And that's how far He went back to forgive me. So he said, you know what, nothing nothing back here to look for, nothing ahead to look for. Amen? There's no sin ahead, there's no sin behind. Amen? Forgiveness is true. It, 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 it is what takes care of me and you. Amen? Amen? And if we mess up, we can have forgiveness. But better yet, we can walk as that new creature. We don't have to mess up all the time. Do you know that somebody could do something that makes us mad and we could not react to it? Or better yet, we could react to it the way Jesus would. Amen. That's a finished work. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Buried with Him in baptism, we are also risen with Him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised Him from the dead. And you, being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of the flesh... He quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Blotting out. Blotting. This isn't isn't erasing. Okay? If you you ever erase something, the the marks that you wrote it with are still there. When you blot it out, it's gone. It's It's not white out. He didn't cover it. He blotted it out. In other words, any record against you, he blotted out. I can I can tell you this from a, a carpet standpoint. If you have a stain in your carpet, right, and you try to dilute it, you make a bigger stain. Amen? But if you take something stronger than the stain, put it on the stain, and blot it out, it'll come out of the carpet into whatever you blot were put on the same. amen if you rub it you spread it out god didn't do any of that he blotted it he knew exactly how to get it out he knew exactly how to take it away he took it out of the ordinance against us that was contrary to things we couldn't do what the law was too weak to do it could not do jesus did by going to the cross amen he took it out of the way and it can't it can't come back These these aren't things that, that you're going to lose. You can walk away from them. You have to be really stupid, right? But you're not going to lose them. Amen? Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinance against us that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing to the cross. He took the ordinances, the laws, the things that you were never going to be able to do. Until he made you a new creature. See, now you can do the law. Why? Because you're a new creature in Christ. Right? Because he fulfilled it. You're merely following him and walking in love. Love is the fulfillment of the law. And he said, I've shed my love abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit. So now you can fulfill what God has for you to do. It's a finished work. When you receive the Holy Spirit, he put the love in you. It's, it's up to us to walk in that love, to react out of that love, to act through that love, and to do the things that would affect not only our life, but the lives of people around us. Love not only affected you, but it affected through you. Amen? That's what, that's what happens in a new creature. We're not just new creatures so we can go to heaven. We're new creatures so lots of people can go to heaven. Amen? Lots of people can experience the goodness of God in the earth. It, there, there's more for us to do than just walk this out uh, for ourselves. First of all, that would be selfish, and we're not a new creature created selfish. Amen? We weren't created selfishly. And having spoiled principalities in power, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over those. Look at Ephesians 4. This kind of goes along with the same the same same word. Amen? Ephesians 4 says, according he hath chosen us in him. God chose us through Jesus before the foundation of the world. He chose you and me in Christ before the foundations of the earth. Were in place. How does he do that? He can go back as far as he wants. He's God. Amen? And that's how far-reaching the blood of Jesus and the love of God is. It, he took what was corruptible and he made it incorruptible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth him would not perish but become imperishable. Huh? Yeah. Who would not be destroyed but become indestructible. Amen. Amen. No longer does the enemy have that access unless we give it to him, because we're a new creature in Christ. We are we are created in victory. We're not created to have victory. We were created out of victory. In other words, victory created us. Amen. The victory that Jesus that won created was the recreate, not the recreation, the new creation of you and me. So, so we're not looking towards victory, we're looking out from victory. Amen? So no matter what direction we go, victory's going. Amen? And, and, and we're operating within that victory. Why? Because we're in Christ. If we stay in Christ, we stay in victory. Amen? Because Because it's, it's already done. It's a done deal title of my sermon was, What's Done is Done. You know, people always say, well, what's done is done. With Jesus, we can say it like this, what's done is done. Glory to God. Healing is done. We're not looking for it. We're not waiting on it. It's it's a finished work. Right? It's a finished work. Salvation is a finished work. And everything that operates out of salvation is a finished work. We're not, we're not looking for it. It's already there. When, when God... What, what verse did I tell you to go to? Did I say Ephesians? Hold your finger in Ephesians. Let me see where I went. No, we'll stay in Ephesians, but go to chapter 2. Go to chapter 2. Verse 4. For, but God... Who is rich in mercy. You know, you can't just send with, but God. You know, Jody's like that. I read his, I read his emails when he sends them to me. He can't just say, but God, he has to, who's plentious in mercy. He's got the whole thing down. He writes it all out so the people can know. That's a good God we're getting ready to talk about. Amen. That's the way Paul was. That's a good way to be then, right? It's a good person to imitate. Amen. And, and that's, and, and it is, but God who, because what, what's he saying? He's saying, I'm not just saying he did this just because he wanted to do it. He did it because he's so merciful, he couldn't stop himself. Amen? He literally, he had so much love and kindness in he said, i got to do it this way. Amen? And, and, and he knew Jesus was the greatest gift you could ever give. And, and in his heart, it was so big in him that he gave that gift. And in that gift, every work, everything that we would ever need was accomplished right there in that. We received the love of God. We received hope. We received peace. We received patience. What do you need? People say, well, I'm just not very patient. and You know, I'm I'm not very good at this love thing. You're excellent at this love thing. You're a new creature in Christ. You have to be. You, You can't not be. We have to try not to love, which means some of us have been trying too hard. (laughs) We need to try less hard to not love and just let the, the things of God work in us, and you'll automatically love. Amen? Because we were made to love. We were created to love. We were created to have peace in the storm. We were created to have hope when everybody else is running around yelling chicken little. Amen? We always have hope. We're not, we're not afraid. He's rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. So not only did he have great love, he used it. It's one thing to have love. It's a whole other thing to use it. God said, I love you, and now let me show you. Amen? Because the real love can't be stopped. It'll start here. It'll say, man, I got this love. I got to do something. I've got, I got to find somebody to love on. i got, I got to find something to do with all this love. And God knew what he wanted to do with it. He, he saw you and me in Christ. Why? Because he was looking from the foundations of the world in Christ. He had, he had his Christ glasses on. And he saw you and me. And every other person that would be born in this universe. And he said, that's who I want. Yep. Glory to God. Well, who was he talking about? Everybody. He's not greedy. He just wants everybody. He loves everybody. Amen. And that's, a, that's what our heart should be. We should be unwilling to see his dream stop until it's fulfilled. Amen. Well, it's not. We can't make somebody choose, but we can still act like it's going to happen. He did. He acted like it in Jesus. He, he, Who did he save? The whole world. He saved the whole world. He didn't didn't leave one person out. There was only one thing had to happen. You had to choose. You had to choose to be chosen. Without that that choice to be chosen, your your chosenness would never be seen. Right? That's your good word for the day. Wherewith in His great love He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, He hath quickened us together. In other words, when Jesus was in the belly of the earth, God sent his spirit down, and, 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 he, and his spirit went into Jesus, and it went out of Jesus into us. He quickened us together with Christ. At the same time Christ was quickened, you were quickened. Amen? At the same, at the same time, when he reached down there, it's kind of like we were all standing there, and Jesus right there, and he went to get Jesus like this, and he scooped us all up with him. Amen. Why? Because he he loved us all. He loved us all. And that's who he came. That's who Jesus came looking for to seek and save that which was lost. And we were what was lost. And he found us. He found us. And God quickened us together. And then after he quickened us together, what else did he do? By grace you were saved. And then He raised us together. He quickened Him. He raised Him. We were right there. Quickened Him together. That word together means in the same, at the same time, in the same moment, or in company with. In other words, we became part of Jesus' company. And he, in company with, together, He took, He raised Him from the dead. When He raised Him, He raised you. All you had to do is receive it. Remember what it said in John 1? John I think it's verse 12. Look at John 1, 12. Let's see if I'm right. might be 13. Yeah, that's right. That's good. In verse 11, he says, He came to his own, and his own received him not. But he said, But as many as received him, he gave them the power, the privilege, the right, the freedom, to become sons of God. Me and you all got that Right? when we were quickened together, when we were raised together, and now we're seated together. Amen. Glory to God. God. God raised Him, or He quickened Him, He raised Him, and He seated Him at His right hand, and He put us with Him in all those places. He quickened us with Him, right? He raised us with Him, and He now we're seated with Him. Those are finished works. If we're not operating from the seat we're given... It's not His fault. Amen? It's time to operate from the place we've been given. It's a finished work. Amen? We're, we're, we're letting the devil talk too much. We're letting our own flesh talk too much. You know, sometimes when, when we're believing for healing and our mind says, I wonder if I need to do something. You know, shut up! It's a finished work. You don't have to do anything else. I'm reminded of that story. I know we, we told it, I think, when I was teaching on prayer about Brother Hagen believing for healing. And I think his face, had, he'd, he'd, I don't know what he'd had, but his face dropped on one side. And he said he, said he, had, he went and he had a, a pastor pray for him. And then he left. And he said, I, he said, I got it. I'm healed. But his face was still drooping. Right? And he went to the people and, the, and they said, you healed? He said, I thought you were going to get prayed for and get healed. He said, I am healed. Amen. Right? Yeah. And they said, they said, no, you're not. He said, I'm healed. I was healed when I got prayed for. Yeah. Why? It's a finished work. You're not asking for something that's not available. You're asking for something that was already available. Right. I mean, that would be no different than saying, I don't know if I got saved or not. Yeah. You know, you ask people today, a lot of times, Christians say, say now, you think you're going to heaven? Boy, I sure hope so. You're a Christian. You better not just hope, boy, I sure hope so. That's time to say, oh yeah. Yes, not only am I going, I'm going on the first boat. Right, plain, whatever it is, I don't care. When 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 the twinkle eye when the twinkle of the eye happens, boom, count me gone. Amen. We need to be we need to be certain about these things, just like he was. And, and when he woke up the next morning, his face was right. Why? And they said they said, "Oh, you got your healing." He said, "No, I got it last night." Yeah. See, we need to quit. And I and I understand this manifestation thing. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean. He got manifestation, but he was healed that night. Right. Right. Amen. And we're 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 too busy waiting on the manifestation to say we got healed last night. Right. That's good. Amen. Let's stick with what we got, so that we see the manifestation, mm-hmm. not just keep talking about it. Amen. <laughs> because it's the, it's it's a it's a finished work. Healing. 1 Peter two twenty four. Right? By whose stripes we were healed. Isaiah 53 says, By whose stripes we are healed. Jesus came in between all that. And are and, and became, became were. Because it's finished work. Amen? Glory to God. That's good stuff. Glad you guys came and preached this to me tonight. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ... By grace we are saved. He hath raised us together. He has made us to sit together. Or He has quickened us together. He's raised us together. He's made us to sit together in heavenly places. Glory to God. That's where we want to be, right? Amen. Now back to Ephesians 4. It's a good time to remember who we are and why we are who we are. had nothing to do with us. It was the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God, right? You know, we've we've messed up since we've known the goodness of God. I'm glad He's good, right? People that don't believe He's good, I I guess they're just in trouble. I don't know. I believe He's good. I believe He's very, very merciful. Amen? I think that today every one of us received mercy that we'll never know about this side of heaven. Right? He'll play a video Later of this day, and he'll say, see, I was here. I was here. This didn't happen. This didn't happen. You got through this. This never came about. Why? Because his mercy. It's of his mercies that we're not consumed. Amen? Amen? According, as, it, as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In other words, He chose you before you were, well, before any potty existed. Amen? He went back before time. Before time. And He cleared the slate and chose us. And and foreordained. the, The word says predestined, but probably a better word is foreordained. In other words, He, before we were ever born, ordained us to be chosen. He chose us to be chosen, yeah. to be adopted. He chose you and me to be his kids before he even knew what you'd be like. Why? Because he was your dad. He knew what you'd be like. Right? If you got a good daddy, you got a good chance of being a good kid. Yep. Unless you mess it up. Right. Amen. <laughs> and so he he knew his qualities and characteristics, and he said, I'll choose them and put my qualities and characteristics in them. Amen? I'll walk in them. I'll be part of them. That I'll be their God, and they'll be my kids. Amen? And, and, and as I do, they'll operate in my characteristics, my qualities. They'll walk in the love. They'll talk in the love. They'll, they'll operate in the peace they'll operate in the joy they, they won't allow these things to happen and they'll go this direction and this, this is what when he chose us in him he chose it before the foundation of the world because the work was finished before the foundation of the world amen remember what it said in Hebrews they wouldn't enter into his rest even though the work was finished but because they didn't believe but as many as believed he gave the right to become sons of God Amen? Amen? Belief is what would keep us, keep us out. Amen? Or unbelief is what would keep us out. You don't want that to be wrong in the... Unbelief would be what keeps us out. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Having foreordained us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ himself. In other words, through him. Again, God's looking at you through Jesus all the time. You don't have a righteousness of your own, but you have a righteousness through Christ, through faith in Christ. Amen? And well, because of that, we have righteousness in Him. In Him, we have so many things that, that if we'll operate, and it was according to His good pleasure. In other words, God did this why? He wanted to. That's why He did it. Isn't it nice when somebody gets you something because they wanted to? They give you something... Because they wanted to, right, well, what are you giving me this for? I just wanted to, I just wanted to love you, right and so, well, it's your birthday, no, no, I just wanted to. Well, my anniversary's going no, I just wanted to. Well, you knew I needed it, no, I just wanted to. God just wanted to, it just made him happy. it just made God happy to adopt us. amen he said, i'm going to adopt." All y'all. Huh? I'm going to adopt y'all. Anybody who will come on, consider yourself adopted. You are a child of the Most High, Almighty God, and you cannot be plucked out of my hand. Glory to God. That makes me happy. Glory to God. This is, this is what we're celebrating this week. Jesus came to earth. He lived. He healed. He, he, was, he loved. And, and he, he, he died on a cross. And Jesus raised Him from the dead. Raised us with Him from the dead. Amen? Amen? And gave Him a seat right next to Him. And seated us with Him. Man, if we just remember that for more than five minutes after the service, we'd still be shouting. Amen? Amen. There's a reason he said remember so often. (laughs) Because flesh forgets. Your spirit never forgets. Your flesh will. Amen? Your flesh, it'll it'll get complacent. It'll get drug off by other things. Your spirit, if you keep it strong, it won't do that. Glory to God. Ooh, he's helping us tonight. I like it. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5 since we've read it so much. Thank you, Lord. Whew. It says, therefore, if any man be in him. Every, everything we're talking about is in Christ, in him. How, how do we operate? We operate out of in him. The way you're going to have victory in life is to operate out of in him. If you try to operate outside of in him, then you're operating in you. Right? Anybody ever operated in you? It's pretty powerless. Right? It's pretty selfish. Right? In you is all about you. You ever notice that? When you're in you, you're thinking about you. You got you on your mind. What you could have on your mind. People operate and they, is that, so That's how I used to operate for prosperity because I wanted to be prosperous. I didn't really care if it helped anybody else. It just felt like it'd be good for me. Right? I wasn't operating in Him. I was operating in me. In Him, I can prosper because I'd have His heart. And true prosperity starts from in you out. Amen? I wanted it to start from outside of Him because I wanted to grab and get and go. Amen? you still got people that they really love the prosperity message. Why? Because they want to be prosperous. They want to have lots of money. That's not prosperity. Sorry, that's that, is not, that is not God. That, that, you can't see that from your new creature position. You have to step outside of your new creature position to see that that way. Because God sees things with his eyes. You're a new creature in Christ, so you see things the way Christ sees things. Amen? And that, that's, that's the position we want to stay in. Why? There's no condemnation there. Right? There's love there. There's peace there. There's joy there. And, and there's ability there. It gives us a capacity to do things not only that make a difference in our lives, in our family's lives, but in lives around us. Think about Jesus. He only ministered for three and a half years and changed the world. And He forgave us, now we can forgive. Right? He healed us and said, lay hands on the sick. Everything He did gave us ability and capacity. But we have to operate in that capacity. We have to operate in the finished work of Christ. We have to to walk in it. We have to to love by it. We We have to know in every situation we have more ability than we think we have. And stop and say, check your heart. That's what, that's what you're doing when you're checking inside you. Why? Because that's where the greater one lives. He, get, the greater one has greater answers. Right? Greater ability. He's, he's greater than you. And he's smart. And you stop and you check. And you say, how do I react to that? And God gives you an answer. Kind of like Jesus did. And next thing you know, you're drawing on the sand. Next thing you know, people are dropping their rocks and leaving. In a situation where someone should have died. Amen. So that's the God we serve. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. In other words, the things that you used to do, they're they're passed. You know, he didn't just he didn't just move them backwards. He got rid of them. They're passed away. Yeah. People, people, they'll they'll take this verse and they'll say, "I'm saved, but I'm the same." No, you can't. You're saved, and you're not the same. You're not an old sinner saved by grace. You're a sinner that was saved by grace, never to be the same again. Why? Because you're a new creature. You have new ability. You have have a new heart that desires new things, that doesn't look at things the way it used to see them. You can no longer see a situation the way you used to see it, and now you see it the way God sees it, and you see your answers the way God gives them. Amen? And, And we no longer look at things from the past. We look at things from the future. We look at the things ahead of us. The past is gone. It went so far back that you no longer have one. New creatures don't have a past. Why? Because He forgave your sins before the foundation of the world there's no There's nothing beyond that. I don't know what was here before the foundation there the world, but I got to believe it was pretty quiet until from the tip of God's tongue, he said "Light, right. And he began to create the galaxies, but before that, there wasn't a, there wasn't an earth. Let's say that for sure. I don't know what there was. I wasn't here. But I, but I figure when he says before the foundations of the earth or the world, that's a long time ago. That was an infinite time. And then later in Isaiah, he said he said or no, it's in Psalm. He said, "I've thrown your sins." I've separated them as far as the east is from the west. You know how far that is? Nope. You don't. You don't know. Why? Because you can't get there. It's an infinite amount of time, which is, which is an oxymoron because time doesn't exist in that realm. Amen? That's how far your sins were removed. That's how far your past is gone. And if we'll quit bringing it up, he'll never bring it up. He chose not to remember it. He threw it away so far he couldn't look at it. And if we'll quit looking at it, he'll, he'll never bring it up. And in Christ, there is no condemnation. So if we stay in Him, then we operate out of a place of freedom. Why? Because you're not condemned. You're, you're free. Well, That's why it says the law of the Spirit of Christ has made you free. From the law, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. He's not going to help us much longer. Real quick, it's getting late already. Thank you, Lord. If therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, what's he saying? Behold, look. You got to look. You're a new creature. Don't don't let the devil or your flesh lie to you. You are a new creature. And you do have new ability. If you'll get quiet for two seconds, God will begin to show you. He, he's right here. You know, sometimes, in fact, as I was, and I may have talked about this earlier, but I was driving down the road the other day, and I said, God, I, I used to talk to you all the time when I was driving. He said, yeah, you did. Why would you quit? Because I used to drive everywhere. I mean, I drove all day long. And so I, I, that was me and God's time. We just talked. And so We talked. Right? Sometimes he corrected me. Sometimes he just talked to me. He said, you know, you need to do this different. You might want to go here. I go this way. And we just talked. It's nice. You ever been in the car with somebody and sometimes you talk and sometimes you're quiet and God's there. But he'll talk as long as we'll listen. But you know what? If you, won't, if you don't listen, he will not talk. He'll stop talking right then. If you don't want to hear what he has to say, he will stop talking. And not because he's rude. He, it, it would hurt you more if he kept talking because then you'd be responsible for it. Amen? See, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of reasons why people don't want to read this verse right. When you become a new creature, you get more responsibility. Right? To whom much is given, much is required. In other words, if you truly operate as a new, as a new creature, you will do things that you never thought you would or could do. Amen? You, you'll do things. You'll go places that you would have never went to before. You'll operate in things you would have never known about. Because you're a new creature. Now you have a new ability. You have capacity to do more. Amen? Glory to God. Because He has put His love in our hearts. Because there's more in there now than what we had before. We can, we can do more. We can be more. We can operate greater. Amen? Amen? Operating at a higher level should be every Christian's goal. In other words, to operate in everything he he finished for us to do. To be healed, but also to lay hands. Right? To to walk the way Jesus walked on this earth. In in unhurried grace. I had had a friend of mine say that one time. He walked in unhurried grace. In other words, everywhere he went, he stopped to make sure God got done whatever he wanted done in that place. Amen? It's kind of a good way to put it. Thank you, Lord. Where did I say go now? Psalm? Psalm 103. Psalm 103. We go to Psalm 103 a lot, don't we? Because it talks about the benefits of being in Him. Right? It talks about the benefits of God. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. He's saying, "I only want every part of me to bless him. Bless the Lord on my soul, and forget not." What's he saying? You might have the capacity to forget, so I'm going to tell you right now: forget not all of his benefits. In other words, I'm going to bring them out to you right now because I don't want you to forget these. Why? Because these are what stir you up on a daily basis. When you wake up, and I, I do this to guys when people, when I talk to people on Monday. Monday seems to be the big day. People want to be in a bad mood. I, I don't know. And I'll just remind them, like, now, you're saved, right? No, yeah. Name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Sin's forgiven. On your way to heaven. Healed. Huh? Got, got a crown on? Got, crowned with loving kindness? We should be rejoicing right now. First, I start myself with that when I get out of bed now. I don't get out of bed until I have to. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, I want to sleep every minute that I possibly can. I have it down to a science. How long it takes me to prepare. <laughs> and I do get up and read my chapter every morning, and then I pray for a few bit, and then I still have to think about what time I'm going to get out of bed. I could, I could lie. All right? Forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Amen? When you were dead in your sins, He quickened you together with Christ. He forgave all your sins. Who heals all your diseases, He redeemed our life from destruction. That's what we were talking about before. He he purchased us back out of destruction into indestruction. From perishable to imperishable. We are now heading towards incorruptible. Now your body in this earth because of the condition of the earth, it ain't going to make it. But one day, He's going to raise these bodies. Amen? Everything we are is going to go from corruptible to incorruptible. Well, you already did it in your spirit. He's already You've already been renewed in here. But in your body, one day it's going to raise up and it's going to be new. And everything that you are will be incorruptible. Amen? But right now, because of the work of Christ... You can't just be destroyed. The devil just doesn't have access to destroy your life unless you give it to him. Amen? Because that's why Jesus came. That you might not perish, but have life. The God kind of life. The kind that doesn't get destroyed. The God kind of life has no end. Right? That, that's where we're headed. The no end kind of life. Amen? Amen? He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns, He encircles you with loving kindness and mercy. Every day when you walk out your door, you are encircled with loving kindness and mercy. Glory to God. These are things we need to stir ourselves up about. If you know Jesus, these are things that are in your life. You're literally guarded With loving kindness and mercy. That's a good thing. I I like to be the the kindness, the loving kindness of God, and the mercy of God are they're they're one and the same. First of all, loving kindness is is a is a mercy, Amen. And then you got mercy. And He surrounded you with them tender mercies. He surrounded He's one of the words they use is compassed about. You're compassed about with loving kindness and mercy. He satisfies your mouth with good things. Our expectation, because of who we are, we are the children of God. We, are, we should have our everything that we get. We should be set over full. Is that what that means? Filled up to, to filled up is what it means. Literally means full. He, he satisfies you. He fills you up with good things. Amen. Oh, yeah. and, and if you're saying, "Well, I'm not filled up with good things," You need to get right here. It doesn't say he might do it. This is this. This is who he is. He can't stop doing this. He he won't stop doing this. He doesn't want to stop doing this. This is what he does. He does good things and he overflows you with them. That's right. Amen. But you got to be receiving mode. You got to say, yeah, that's my God. I'm having good things today. I'm going to receive some good. I'm going to be satisfied at the end of the day. You say, man, I am so full of good things. It is crazy. I have to go bed, go to bed, get some room, wake up so I can have more. Amen. Amen. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Verse six. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. I think I went further than I needed to, but He does. He's a good God. Amen. Amen. Go to Isaiah 50, 55. And I'm going to read 1 Peter 2.24. You go to Isaiah 55. 1 Peter 2.24 and 25. It says, who, in, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live. In other words, when he, when he, when he finished the work, he made us dead to sins. Why? Because you're forgiven. You're dead to it. You're a new creature. One of your features as a new creature is deadness to sin. Amen? That we being dead to sin should live under righteousness. In other words, he took away what was killing us and he gave us life through righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. Finished work. If you're in here tonight, you've been struggling, you, you got this nagging little something or this, this big something. It doesn't matter. It all fits in this category. It's, it's in the were healed category. Sickness, disease of any sort, mental, physical, anything, it's in the were healed category. When Jesus said it's finished, this is part of what was finished. He took stripes on his back so that we were healed. Amen. Amen. Verse 25. For we were all as sheep going astray, but are now returned. This is what you got to do for that verse to work. You got to return to the shepherd and the bishop of your soul. You got to be, you got to repent. That's turning, right? You got to go a different way. You got to do a different thing. Amen. If something in your life's been failing over and over again. You need to change what you're doing there. And I'm not saying you should look for a new word. Look for why, what you're doing wrong. The word always works. Don't look for why the word ain't working. Look for what you're doing wrong. Amen? Am I, is my heart wrong? You know, Remember in Psalm he said, he said their heart was far from me and they limited. The reason that they limited him is because their heart wasn't with him that that was their limitation their heart was over here they would flatter him with their lips but flattery with your lips is not faith amen their heart was here and their words were here and they limited him cuz he couldn't do anything with that he's got to have your heart your soul your mind he wants all that and it's not hard because you're a new creature all those are his when we're a new creature in Christ, all those are His. Right? We've, com- we've committed ourselves to Him, to the, she- the, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. Amen? Glory to God. In Isaiah 55, it says, Let the wicked forsake his way, verse 7. And the, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return. Same, same kind of, let him return to the Lord. What's he saying? He's saying, quit, quit thinking with your mind. Quit, quit going your way, and look at my way. Because my ways, my, you know, I'm not, they're not your ways. The way I see is not the way you see. And that's what he's saying. He saying, "Don't," because if you look the way you see, you can never be forgiven. Right? I mean, literally, if we just look at what look at our own lives, we just say, uh, "You know, I just keep messing up." You know, I messed up yesterday. Said I wouldn't do it, messed up again. If you you look from your own eyes, from the eyes of the flesh, you can never be forgiven. But if you look from his eyes, if you look at his thoughts, his ways, then then you can turn, return to the Lord, because what you'll see is that you're away from him. If, If you'll forsake your way and your thoughts, you'll see that you're away from him. And the minute you do that, you'll draw near to him. And when you draw near to him, he'll have mercy on you and he will abundantly pardon you. You know what an abundant pardon is? That means you don't it's not even a recorded anywhere anymore. And if sin's not recorded, he, then he, then healthy happens. Sin is the root of sickness. And if you pardon it, right? It'd be like it's it'd be like putting somebody in jail. And saying, well, I pardon you, but you've got to stay in jail. No. <laughs> no, when God pardons you, you no longer have to stay in jail anymore. You get to get out. Not only are you free, you don't have a record. You are completely free. When the Son has made you free, you are free indeed. Amen? And that's what he's saying. He said, return to me. Be my new creature and 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 you'll see this the way I see it. You'll think this the way I think it. And you'll walk it the way I walk it. And you'll have what I've gotten you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Man, I like this a lot. He's helping us. He's helping us. In Him, we have so much more. We we, we belittle it when we just scan past it. I know you you can do a, you can do a a search and put in him or in whom, and you start putting that, you'll find out what's yours, who you've been made. You know, just, just a just a short list. You know, in in First Corinthians, in whom we have redemption through his blood, or Colossians. I'm sorry, Colossians one, we have redemption through his blood. In whom that in whom we have redemption through his blood, and for the forgiveness of sins, redemption. He didn't purchase you back the way you were. He purchased you back whole. Right? He purchased you back like he is. He made you a new creature. You've been redeemed. In other words, he went and got you out of where you were, and while he got you, he made you new. Amen? Everything that was keeping you over there is got to stay over there and you got out. Amen? He redeemed you, even the forgiveness of sins. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21 For He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Amen? Think about this. In John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believed in Him shall not perish. Whosoever believes, I'm not saying the comma's there, but just do it in your mind. Whosoever believes, in Him shall not perish. In Him you won't perish. And in Him you'll have everlasting life. Amen? It's not just that you believe in Him, it's that you believe and are in Him. Amen? Which is believing in Him. I'm just saying it a different way. Not changing the Scripture, not adding or subtracting words. No letters, please. I'll just give you a big hug when I see you. Ephesians 1. In whom we've obtained an inheritance. This is a finished work. It doesn't say you're obtaining an inheritance. You're an heir. You're, we, we are sons of, and daughters. We're children of the Most High God. We are heirs. Heirs. In other words, your dad is God who is the God Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and you're an heir of your dad. We have access that we don't even head towards. Amen? It's kind of like praying for the weather. Our, our Father created it. I think He can change it. And we're an heir. We can speak to it. Amen? When you speak to a storm... I've been speaking to... There has been a lot of storms. My daughter lives in Little Rock, so she was speaking and I was speaking behind her from here. And then we had them... You know, they had people doing things around here a few days ago. And We're not having those things. Right? That That's destruction. We don't like that. That's not God's plan. That doesn't please Him. We want things that please God. Amen? And, and as we grasp that more and more, then we won't be so afraid of the storm because we'll have the peace of God in knowing who we are. Amen? In whom we, when you trusted after you'd heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed and we were sealed, in whom we're, by Him we're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Him. Glory to God. Boldness and access. We have boldness and access in Him. In Him, we can do so much more because it's a finished work. What's done is done. We are healed. We are made right. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. We are saved, the children of God. We are sons and daughters of the Most High. We have been given an ability and the, and the ability to use that ability. Love is the ability to use the ability of God. Amen? Remember it said, with His great love, He loved us. So with the ability, He used His ability. And that's what He's given us. Saying with that great love, love somebody. Take that love, love somebody. Take that peace, spread it. Be who I've made you to be. Walk in the fullness of what I've made you to be. Amen? And when we do it, we'll find ourselves in a place where we're we're not only being being ministered to, we're being ministered through. And that's, that's the best feature of a new creature, is being ministered through. It's great to be saved and healed and whole. It's great to minister salvation, healing, and wholeness. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord.